0: What's up, guys? Episode 43 coming in hot. Myself, as usual, Patrick, and old boy Jacob, we get a special guest this week. A dear friend, the Crazy Keto
1: Girl. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Tara. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to... Oh.
2: No, you're good. Okay,
1: I'm going to dive right into this, because of, why waste time? So, obviously with Life As We Know a podcast, there's like kind of three things that I've brought up a lot in the past episodes that we try to grow, um, one being our intelligence, one being our spirituality, and one being our um, physical well-being. And so I'm excited to have you on the podcast because obviously you've made long strides in your physicality and your journey on it, and I'm excited to hear about it and like, you know, what, you know, how you did it, how it was going through it mentally and physically. I guess spiritually too. Maybe like you know, your soul <laughs> may you know, some dark times. I don't know, but like, tell me a little bit about it.
2: Okay, well, I've been doing keto for a little bit over a year, which is how I've lost 121 pounds so far. I okay. started out, I was nearly 500 pounds when I started. Mm-hmm. So I got to my heaviest, I was at 477 pounds, and I kind of just, like, cried. like, Because mm-hmm. you get to a point where you just can't be you can't be weighed unless you go somewhere specifically that has scales big enough. And so yeah. you just don't know, and you're, like, kind of able to be complacent and just be like, oh, it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. And so when I actually weighed myself, I was like, oh, my God. Like I have to I have to do something because if I don't, I'm literally probably going to die in like 10 years. Now, so. I,
1: guess, I guess like the first question just with that, and I think a lot of people would say is like, and don't take this the wrong way. It was like, how come I took to you? How come I took to, you know, get into 477 to to for it to like click in your head to be like, it's time for me to change.
2: I think with everything, like you kind of have to just get. I don't want to say rock bottom, but kind of, like, you have to get to that point where it just finally clicks. I mean, you have mm-hmm. drug addicts, alcoholics, everybody, like, they know what they're doing is terrible for them. They know they're wrecking their bodies. They know it's not ideal, but, like, they still have to get to that point. I should
3: up too much. Yeah. <laughs> you still
2: get to that point where you're finally, like, okay, like, it's gone too far. Like, yeah. I can't continue this way anymore, and that's kind of where I had to get, and I'm, it, I mean, it still did take a while. I mean, like my whole life I've been big, I was a big kid mm-hmm. um, I mean by the time I graduated high school, I weighed three hundred and sixty pounds yeah so i was uh, that was always just life as I knew it mm-hmm. huh? yeah I definitely so, i mean nice.
1: yeah
2: <laughs> tied that in there yeah
1: <laughs> i mean i can I, I guess I can relate to it a little bit. I mean when i was I was a big kid, so like uh like freshman year, I think it was like two oh five and like five five and I was like on that path and then i but I mean that's why i mean that's when i hit my like my dark corner i remember just, i i did say I, yeah. <laughs> I cried i felt like a, mm-hmm. my brother just picked on me and i was just sick of being picked on and, and like not being able to keep up with all my friends and playing all the games and i was like fuck this
0: it was was that moment powerful in time i think that's an important thing to like reflect on because like were you going were you, were you leading up to that time like prior to that day where you're like all right, I need to make a change, like, or did it all happen and hit you that day? Like, it was it kind of circle in your mind and then you just, like, broke and you were like, all right, it's time?
2: It had been circling my mind pretty much my whole life. Like, I can remember, like, all the way back to being, like, a little kid, like, okay, like, if I just stayed at this weight and I kept getting taller, I'd be okay. Yeah. And, like, okay, like, if I could just lose, like, a little bit, like, in a couple of years, I'll be okay and, like, through my whole life doing that. And then... But it never did. It kept getting worse. And instead of, you know, in high school getting kind of the kick in the ass and feeling like, okay, like I'm going to fix this, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of ended up going down a different direction. I ended up with an eating disorder. And so Mm -hmm. I actually am doing keto and I will forever have a binge eating disorder that I have to contend with while I'm doing this. And so I ended up continuously gaining weight. Um, And then at 18 kind of had an assault against me happen and Mm -hmm. then PTSD and then the binge yeah, thing and so that I just into. started eating and eating and so I think it took a long time like there was a lot of like mental stuff I had to get through yeah. before I was going to be even ready to like address the
1: problem mm-hmm. yeah because I want to like try, try to pick that apart just because finding that trigger to like make the change to realize that my body is my vessel is part of who I am mm-hmm. and it's there's a big connection between my uh, my body and my mind like they go hand in hand with each other especially like with your gut biome and everything so it's like I want if there is someone out there that's You know circling over and over again I want to try to figure out you know how do we turn the switch in their mind how do we get them to be like you know what today's the day where maybe I should actually care about my body and not just be feeding it garbage you know you
2: you just have to find your why like I talk about it on my channel a lot too like you Mm -hmm. have to find that thing like what is the reason that you need to change because we can want to change all the time, and that's not going to matter. Like yeah. you need to change. What is the thing that makes you need to do it? That makes you need to commit to doing something long term, mm-hmm. especially like in my case. Like there's some people like they have like 30 pounds to lose. They can hop in the gym for two months and then they're good to go. Yeah. Like I'm kind of in a marathon, not yeah. a sprint. So it's like you really have to like consistency
1: mentally get there. is like going to be key for. Yeah. I can imagine that. So I mean, let's. We'll probably come back to that, but it's just kind of like <laughs> a rough because keto is like definitely really started blowing up last year. I think a lot, of especially, I mean, I just started hearing more and more people talk about it. I mean, Joe Rogan podcast pushed it out like crazy. So, I mean, you wanna give everybody like a rough, let down what keto is or ketosis or keto diet. Yeah,
2: so essentially, like in general, we all typically run on glucose for our energy, which mm-hmm. we get, through carbs, primarily. And so on keto, we are doing high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carbs, and so it forces your body to kick over into ketosis, where you start burning fat for fuel instead of carbs. Yeah. And so one of the ways that it really helps people, especially like me, who probably have some sort of insulin resistance, is that you're not spiking your glucose, which then spikes your insulin all day long, Yeah, and insulin causes fat storage, so. Mm -hmm. There you go. And so that's how the weight loss thing kind of really kicks in with keto, is like you're not triggering that fat storage hormone and you're burning fat for fuel, so it just kind of helps expedite a little bit. Yeah,
1: because another thing that I've noticed for sure is like, at least for me when I've done keto or what I like to do is stack you know, intermittent fasting with it.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of people
1: do that. Yeah, so, so it's like you talked about insulin. So, like, one of the reasons why everybody gets insulin resistance is because the the timelines, obviously. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you know that are not, I'm just saying it just for the people listening. <laughs> so it's like obviously insulin resistance usually comes from someone who, like, they'll eat their first meal at 6 a.m. and their last meal at 11 p.m. So you can just imagine, like, their whole entire day, they're constantly putting glucose in the body and they're constantly getting their insulin spike. So it becomes resistant, so, which fucks up your body and how it digests food. Um. Yeah.
2: And it's definitely, I know for, I mean, when I first found keto, it took me like two, three months of researching it before I was like, okay, I'm going to do it because I was like, there's no way. Yeah. That this is good because it's totally, it. <laughs> yeah. it's totally. It's totally opposite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's completely the opposite of what everybody tells you where they're like eat lots of carbs, you want to eat like 10 servings of whole grain, you want to eat every 2 hours, mm-hmm. eat as little fat as you possibly can and like this is the complete flip of that.
1: Well, and it, the benefit of uh like hormones is huge. Oh yeah. Like and your testosterone at least for guys like it goes through the roof because I mean every hormone that's made is made from your fat. So
2: well, a lot of people can use it for balancing out hormones. I yeah. know there's, like, people with, like, PCOS that use it, all kinds of stuff. Like it's there's PCOS? Tons of polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's, yeah, it's a – I don't know. <laughs> never <laughs> mind. But, I mean, it gets used in all sorts of applications. They use it for, like, Parkinson's and cancer, seizure yeah. disorders, all kinds of stuff. So. Hmm.
1: See, this always makes me think back to, like, Big Pharma and, like, the sugar companies. Because, <laughs> like, that's definitely not how – like, I, remember, I, I found a um, – there was an article and it had a picture of a – it was like from like 1920 something and it was a recipe book for people that have like diabetes type mm-hmm. 2 and it was pretty much a keto
2: it was the keto diet. It was diet. a keto cookbook. Yeah, but see, you don't make money telling people to eat keto.
1: Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what's crazy. I remember, and it's like, the, I think it's in the 50s that some scientists were like paid off, not even a lot of money. Oh, f- that study? Yeah. Yeah, saying that like, like fats huh. are bad for you and fats sugar. Fats bad for
2: you and that carbs were good. Yeah. So,
0: so how long has it been something that's like prevalent to the world, like the keto diet? It's been um, pretty active over like the last years. I think the keto like diet, if
2: I remember right, started in like the 1920s. The guy invented yeah. it to treat kids with seizure disorders. Huh. Um. And so, and that is actually like in that setting they're actually doing 90% fat as opposed to I'm hanging out around 75, 80% fat mm. um, of my calories each day. So, I mean, it's, that's a lot of fat. Yeah.
0: So do you ever come out of ketosis?
2: Uh, well, I think everybody does at some point if they aren't yeah. watching. I did last night. <laughs> You did last night. Yeah. If they're not, you know, really watching their carbs and even their protein, if you're any level of insulin resistance, yeah. like you got to really be paying attention. And I know a lot of people don't like to track their food, it's really tedious and, and whatnot. But like, it really, if you're going to do something like keto, it really helps mm-hmm. to be really monitoring you like, what you're uh, putting in
1: like keto strips or anything like to like test your ketones
2: um i have a keto mojo blood ketone meter so i like actually like will prick my finger and do the blood yeah Yeah. i
1: have definitely heard that's the most accurate way i got the the piss strips before but i was like (laughs) i haven't used them
2: it's okay. Not... <laughs> I, I just
1: keep seeing my numbers going down, so I'm like, all right. I can't well, be.
2: see, but the problem with the strips is, is then why I don't actually recommend them to people, is because once you get into ketosis, all those strips measure are wasted ketones. So they're the ones you're peeing out, the yeah. ones you're not using. So once you are in ketosis, and especially if you're in ketosis for a while, your body adapts and starts getting more efficient at using them, so you're going to pee less of them out. So eventually it'll tell you you're not in ketosis even if you are. Yeah. Because they're not overproducing them.
1: Now what about things like keto flu and stuff?
2: Keto flu is totally avoidable. I don't know if people know that, but it is. Wait, wait okay, what is that? So keto flu is what happens. It's an electrolyte imbalance. Yeah, I've never Basically, it feels it that like bad. a hangover. Yeah. Or like a really bad cold. Okay. Um, and it's really easily avoidable. You just got to keep your electrolytes up, which would be your sodium, your magnesium, and your potassium. Sodium, super easy, and then you can get most of the potassium and magnesium you need through diet.
1: That actually makes a lot of sense now because I didn't know why it was, but I know like when you first go into keto, you're you're pissing like crazy because because oh, yeah. like pretty much like. The glucose to water ratio to ketones to water ratio is, like, I think it's, like, four to one for uh, glucose and, like, one to one to ketones. So, like, you hold four times more water when you're on carbs. Right. Something like that. So, it's, like, when you switch over, you're pissing out like crazy. That actually makes sense. that you use a lot of electrolytes and sodium and stuff. But, I mean, I guess I hydrate. Because I I haven't got the keto flu that bad, but I've gotten the keto breath.
2: Keto (laughs) breath is, like, unavoidable, though. Like, you can't.
1: Oh, what's that? that? You get bad breath when you get your own keto? You
2: can. It kind of like, it smells kind of like, what is it, like acetone or whatever. And it's like, like
0: iron?
2: Yeah. So basically it's just ketones are one of those things that like come out of your body when there's too many of them. And one of the ways they can come out is through your breath. And so you'll have rank breath for a bit. Yeah. So some people do and like So the, are we going over and, the
0: side effects of the keto yeah. diet?
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: piss.
2: That's why I'm sitting on this side of the table.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have read that there's okay. like, there is a certain like DNA, I guess. Like strain or dna makeup that it is bad for you but it's super rare. But you would have to go get t- like have your dna like looked at. But I, I heard mm. it's like just super rare and it's only like certain people. Yeah, I like, like I know
2: I know if you're a type 1 diabetic you can't do it. Mm.
1: So, cuz mm-hmm.
2: they already struggle with getting ketoacidosis.
1: So, have you had any like um relapses?
2: Um, so I've been off since I started keto. I've been off keto four times. Okay. And two of those times were emotional eating binges. Like, I'm not even going to lie about it. Like, once my dad was in the hospital and when my grandma died, I pretty much was just like, I don't even care. And I just started eating. Yeah. Um, Now,
1: when you say binge, like, for me, like, I I say I binge. Right. You you say binge. But, like, when, I mean, when we binge, I mean, it's, like, one sitting and we just binge that meal. And then that's it.
2: No, a binge, like, especially, like, with me, like, it becomes... Oh, one day becomes a week, becomes months, like, and I actually have to, like, get myself back out of that kind of spiral that sort of starts to happen, and I can't sit down and be like, oh, I'm just going to have, like, one serving of ice cream. No, I'm going to eat all of the ice cream, and then I'm going to go look for something else to eat, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to look for something else to eat until everything is, like, gone.
1: gone, yeah. So, I mean, and, like, and you're saying that usually lasts around, like, a week?
2: Um... It's gotten better. I think in the beginning it was longer just because, you know, like you get better over time anytime you practice things. But Mm -hmm. so in the beginning, I think my first fall off was like a month. Like I came out and I just ate everything and... Yeah. Um, and then I came back to keto and it was, you know, it was fine. I re really lost the weight that I gained while I was gone and yeah. it was good. But yeah, so it's been getting shorter. The last time um, I was off for a week because I had dental work done and yeah. I was not ready for that. So I didn't go in with a game plan of, oh, what am I going to be able to eat after this? It mm-hmm. was like I was in there and they're like, oh, we're going to pull your tooth. And I'm like, yeah. oh, OK. okay. <laughs> so I wasn't already prepared for that. So I just ate what I had. Um, and so and then once was like a budget thing. Like yeah. we were literally like food boxing it. See, I find so. it's, like,
1: it's, it's, I don't word this, like, it's it's definitely, with any diet or any kind of thing, it's, like, you, the goal would be you're trying to find a lifestyle, right? Definitely. And obviously, with life and how it is, is that shit's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's you're, there's always gonna be those relapses. So it's, like, One thing I try to do on the podcast because, I mean, we try to be motivational. We like we talk, you know, it's like like last time we were talking to who we talked to. We were talking about like the Nike, just do it Mm -hmm. slogan, which just do it. Yes. Sounds so simple. Just do it out there. But like, what does that all entail? You know, all the all the like failures that are going to come along with just doing it, all the relapses, all the emotional heartbreaks, all the freaking all that shit that you got to deal with on your journey. Right. And we try to highlight that because that's a normal thing.
2: Oh, yeah. So, Nobody's I mean, like, perfect. Nobody's yeah. going to get through the whole thing without ever messing yeah. up or ever making bad choices. Like, You just have to get up more times and you fall down.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess what's your mindset when you go into a binge and what's your mindset when you're coming out? So maybe we can learn from that. So you
2: know? when I go into – like. And I don't want it to seem like it's about, like, every single time I've done it, especially because, like, I mean, you, you've you done keto. So, you know, like, when you get into ketosis, like, those cravings for things, like, sugar oh, and God. stuff like that, they go away. Yeah. Like, they're gone. Like, I'm not sitting there like, oh, I really want some donuts right now. Like, I don't have that problem. Yeah. Like, people can sit and eat right next to me and it's cool. Um, so, like, it's always a conscious decision. It's not like, oops, I accidentally fell into this box of donuts. Like, <laughs> so I actually will sit and have a conversation with myself, like, is it worth it? Like, is having this cheat worth it? Like, will this make me feel better? Yeah. And like, I kind of end up making that decision. Okay, I'm gonna do this. And this is how long I'm gonna let myself do this. Now I do it that way. I didn't when I first started. Now I'm like, okay, how long do I get to do this to myself? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I basically just have a list that I keep, but I've encouraged other people to do that too, where I made that list of those whys. Like, why do I wanna lose weight? Why do I want to be healthier? Like, all those things. Yeah. What kind of things do I want to be able to do with my body that I can't do right now? Mm-hmm. You know? And so then I revisit that list. And I've written a letter to myself before, like, where I talk to myself about, you know, th- those whys and why I need to yeah. get back on it. And so then when it comes time, like, I go back and I read it. And I'm like, okay, like, that's got to get back to like, work. That's <laughs> like, extremely
1: inspiring. And, that, and that's just not obviously with just weight loss or, like, you know your physical build being, but that's any goal in general is always coming back to the why, and it's like it makes me reevaluate us. Which <laughs> I, this is why I love having guests on because it's like it helps us, yeah, because it is a different perspective. And like people have different thought processes on how they do things, and it's like you know, reverting back to the why it's like, okay, why do I have a podcast? Why do I even work out? Why do I do this? And what's the point? Yeah, what's the point of mm-hmm. what?
0: What's my purpose? Yeah, if you're just running around freely all day, then eventually it gets boring if you're not going towards anything with your goals. Um, you know, I mean you inspire me, Tara honestly. Um so Tara was she she came into my she came into uh, the gym that I work at. We've been working out together a little bit. Um but no, you really you you have really been uh been an inspiration because like I'm all about like the idea of triumph and you know, having your back against the wall and just hooking your jab and, you know, your way on out of there and it's nice that you can give back to other people now, you know, yeah. and, I, and like Ham was just saying, this is the luxury of what we get is when we bring on guests like you guys teach us stuff without even realizing, you know, of course, okay. we want the world to know but we you know, we, we learn stuff, um, you know, by curiously through you guys. And, you know, what's what's the end goal? What's the end goal? Five years.
2: What am I aiming at? Like, well, I mean, ideally, in five years, I would like to be at my goal weight and have a body that's like capable. I think I told you when I came in for my consult with you. Um, I was like, I don't want to be like skinny. I'm not worried about looking skinny. Right. I want to look like I could kick your ass. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I want. And yeah. so I'm in there, you know, I'm lifting and doing those types of things. And so like that's where I want to be. Like I want to be in five years. I feel like that's a realistic goal for me to be like, okay, like I've made it to where I want to get to with my weight and you know by then I've been able to build muscle and do those types of things and Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm kind of angling at and then of course you know I have my channel for YouTube and then I also have my Instagram and so just helping as many people as I freaking possibly can do what I'm doing
0: yeah you're living proof At the end of the day, do you, like, set up goals, like, for the month or for six months or for a year or anything like that?
2: Honestly, I don't. And I think you – I was, like – you collabed with me in one of my videos before, and I have, like, a thing at the end where I'm, like, just take it one meal at a time, one workout at a time, one day at a time. So, like, yeah, I have goals. I have, like, a list of goals that, like, when I hit them, I check them off. But, like, I'm not, like, I have to hit that goal in the next six weeks or I'm going to beat myself up about it. Like. I literally just have to focus on what I can do right now because, like I told you, like I'm I'm on a marathon. Like, mm-hmm. so if I'm sitting there trying to look at the end, like it's just too daunting. Yeah, it's too so, far. It's too far. So I just gotta focus on what am I putting in my mouth right now? What workout am I gonna go smash right now? Like, that's
0: a, that's, that's a hum- that's a humble answer. So I mean, you guys, <laughs> no, seriously, like you, you hear like, um, you hear Tara saying that that's something. You know you got to take things piece by piece day by day like in the most simplistic form um, if you're looking too far to something ahead
1: that's you, you can't see mm-hmm. you can't fathom it either uh, that's interesting well that's it kinda, gets
2: too overwhelming like. yeah
1: well that's kind of like what we, we, yeah. we briefly talked about it you know it's like you can it's easy to see a goal it's like, all right, I can envision myself easily riding around on a limo with like you know, balling out of control, flying around. <laughs> in j- I can vi- envision that, right? Now, can I envision myself doing every single necessary step to get there? Right. So every day it's like, okay, I can see B. I'm at A. There's this line.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now i got to look and microscope in onto the tiniest little details on the line and see what exactly do I got to do on a day-to-day basis to get to B. And that's where the hard shit comes in. And that's where it's easy to fall off. And I was actually... um, I'm picking up journaling. I used to journal a lot last year. Nice. And I was looking at my journal, and I was like, one of them was, this was before we quit our last jobs when we were both, like, in dark places, pretty much because we hated our fucking jobs. And it was, I was talking about how it was pretty much like I was trying to figure out what I wanted in life, what I wanted to be, where I wanted to go. And I was talking about the path
3: mm-hmm.
1: and how easy it is to fall off the path. And that the worst thing about when you fall off the path is that you can still see the path, and then you can see the potential of what you can be. And when I started riding, before I before I read that, I started riding again. And I was I was it was the same exact thing where it was like, I started riding. I was like, what do I want to be? And then as I was riding, I was like, I figured it out. I was like, what do I want to be? And pretty much it came down. To, it was super simple, and it was kind of like a, a great feeling. This was Last night I was here by myself. It was kind of lonely because someone left me. Um, <laughs> but it was pretty much. I just want to be the best version of myself. Best mm-hmm. version of myself, you know? And...
2: Actualize all that potential you yeah. got.
1: And, um, And I think one of the hard things that I have it's for my goal was, and I like using analogies, um, is that sometimes I feel like I'm on a cliff. Right. And I see a lake, and the lake represents my greatness. The, all the potential that I have to become. And for some reason I, I keep looking at the reflection and I'm like, that's awesome, but I don't, I don't ever jump in, you know? And then that that's why I'm thinking back to, you know, what you're saying. It's like, so you got to think back to the why. In? Why am I not jumping back? Why is why why do I want to be in that lake? And what's holding me back? So I'm trying to think about how I want to test around because I'm going on a rant. Right? You want
0: to put your toe in the water first.
1: Well, it's not so much that. I think really what it is is this is we're going off topic, but I'm going to go there anyways. You know, be, say something to help me out. But, like, pretty much what I've looked at in myself was that I have two opposing forces about me. One, where I try to live life like a leaf, taking day by day, letting the wind blow me around, and just looking at things very nice and just you know enjoying life. Very like YOLO mentality. <laughs> <Okay>. And then <laughs> right. the other mentality of me it would be like a rock. Very stern, disciplined, solid in its amb- ambitions, and just focused. But these two things don't usually go together because rocks don't get blown around by the wind, unless it's a fucking tornado. but So I guess maybe a boulder. Um, and finding that balance. So it's like, I'll tie this into keto now. Because for me, when keto, it's like, I fucking love food. Right. I love going deep on sushi and eating as much shit as I can until I, I feel like I'm going to puke. That's I, I love doing that for some reason. and. I enjoy that, and so it's like, when I go on these really strict diets, I'm like, fuck, am I like missing out on life to do these things? And so, I mean, I guess my question for you then, is like, do you ever feel like, you know, you are, like, yeah, (laughs) do you you, you ever feel like it's like, fuck this, like, fuck this, like, what's the point of doing this? Like, why am I putting myself through all this fucking work every fucking day, to just fucking barely getting any results? It's like, do you ever feel like that? Do you ever come back to those kind of thoughts?
2: I think especially like when you have a long way to go, it's easy to go back to that, especially because I was, I was texting with you about it. like, when you're going and you're working your ass off, like you're trying so hard and you're not getting anywhere. Like I started the gym in January. I've not lost any weight since I started going to the gym. I lost 121 pounds doing no exercise. Yeah. The second I start exercising, nothing, Mm -hmm. right? And so I felt like it was really frustrating and I talked to him about that, like, Everybody paints this picture of like, oh, well, if you eat right, plus exercise equals results. It doesn't yeah. always work like that. So it's definitely easy to get discouraged, I guess yeah, would be the, sure. the word. But I think the, the most important thing, whether you're doing keto or whatever the heck you're doing, like, I don't care what it is, yeah. but whatever you're doing, it has to be something that's sustainable for you. So yeah. for me, I like any eat bacon cheeseburgers every day and getting to eat eggs and steak and like, you know, I don't. I don't mind so much cutting out all the carbs. It doesn't bother me on yeah. the day-to-day. Like, sometimes stuff comes up like, oh, it's Christmas, and now you have cookies everywhere, yeah. or are making treats, and now you're like, oh, I kind of feel like I'm missing out. But yeah. most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, like I feel like I've picked something that's really compatible with the type of stuff I like to eat. Yeah. So it's it's a lot easier um, as far as like the food part goes. Right mm. now I'm doing keto carnivore for a week, and so that's actually kind of messing with my head. Yeah. Because it's it's so limited. And I feel like keto I don't ever feel limited when I'm eating just regular keto, but with carnivore, like it's so limited. Just straight meat. And I, I was it's like, meat and butter.
1: I know like, I was like uh I was I can't remember what the guy's name, was, but he was he's been like on a carnivorous diet for like two years and he's shredded as fuck, which is oh, actually yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. But I remember he was they're like, he still needs to do some more blood tests to make sure everything's like perfectly healthy, but it is pretty mind blowing that like people are messing with that kind of water. Yeah. And that science is like changing and kind of revolving around it and it's such a different mindset than what we're used to well it changes the dynamic
0: of the whole entire situation like oh, when you yeah. said it to me like you're like you mean i can eat a bunch of fat and still lose weight <laughs> like the the dynamic of that like it almost seems like something that's too good to be true like like we've we've talked about before um so it makes you think what else you know like keto's first like what's next like you know what I'm saying like
2: <laughs> what else have they been lying to you yeah me about? like what else is what else is, <laughs> what,
1: else is lying? <laughs> what else are they stirring up Dude, there's so much crazy shit <laughs> that I feel like's coming out. Like with keto, you know, like revolve, like kind of changing up, like I guess the health industry, but like the gut biome science is—it's crazy. Like how important it is to have good probiotics in your stomach, and like how bad you know ibuprofen and Tylenol can be for your stomach. Well, most and, of
2: your immune system's in your gut. Yeah, so exactly. And it's, if you don't have a healthy gut, you're gonna get sick and mm-hmm. be all over the place.
1: And it, well, it's well, it's sad too because like my my dad. He's like, he has type 2 diabetes, and it's like all this, you know, stupid stuff that kind of like mainstream science kind of says is like not the best route. Oh, yeah. No, my mom's convinced
2: I'm going to drop dead of a heart attack any second. Yeah. She's like, you're going to die. Like, you can't eat this way. And I'm like, tell that to the 121 pounds I've lost. Like, I'm pretty sure the food I'm eating, like, versus how much weight I'm losing and how much that's improving my body and like the inflammation in my body, which causes chronic illness. and like all of those things that are improving. And I'm like, I'm under, you know, the supervision of a doctor. Like, it's not like I'm just over here falling. It it makes
1: sense. It's like, I mean, if you think about just like humans in our nature, it's like, it. it, we're definitely not a species that was just like uh, designed to have cake every day. Well, you I know, mean, like if yeah. we look back to like, uh, depending on what you believe, it's like as, as far as like the paleo diet, which is kind of keto. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like we're supposed to be eating majority meat, occasional fruit and berries, mm-hmm. leafy leafy greens, things like that. But like once agriculture came in, it changed everything. And you yeah. know, obviously that changed our diets.
2: Oh, yeah. The industrialization of food and like easy food is really the thing. Like veg- going and buying vegetables and, and your like free range eggs and your good quality meats far more expensive than going and buying a box of snack cakes and like yeah. buying things that are terrible for you. So people buy what they can afford
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the cheapest food is unfortunately garbage.
1: It's yeah.
0: Facts. <laughs> well, and it's not only that one problem in America because yeah, like, I mean, the food that's good for you is more expensive than the food that's yeah. worse for you.
1: Well, it's, it, it's You're not cheap. only that because I mean like you can eat healthy on like a budget. Oh, I you do. can do it. So, do. but it's like, it's, I think it's the convenience is probably like the biggest thing. It's like being able to just be like, cause who, who wants to go cook every day? Not everybody wants to cook every day. Um, so it's like, and not everybody can cook, eat too. So well, it's then like, you
2: just start intermittent fasting. You eat once a day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way to do it.
1: Like, as if yeah, if you don't like to eat a lot, that's, I mean, intermittent fast, one meal a day. My buddy did that for six months. He got, I don't know, he might still be doing it. I haven't talked to him in a while. But he got a lot of results doing one meal a day. And he would just eat like 2,000 calories. two hundred Like, no, I think it was like 2,500. And it was just all fat. Yeah, one and,
2: meal a day is like kind of trending right now. Yeah. I've noticed.
1: No, it is. I don't know if I can do it I mean I mean we kind of do it on accidentally no I mean I still eat throughout the day
0: but you don't eat breakfast yeah it depends but I mean I'll eat a little bit of something in the morning even if it's a piece of fruit just to get like oh yeah that'll break it just to get it going I can't I don't eat fruit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm, a, I'm allergic <laughs> to
1: fruit, so it actually works out perfectly. Really? I'm yeah. Seriously yeah. It makes my uh makes my throat itch. It's not like a bad like a uh, reaction, but I don't, it might be like pesticides. I haven't really figured it out, but like
2: actually, I guess I lied. I eat avocados. Like they're going out of style, and technically, that's a fruit. Yeah.
1: True. True. Uh, which is good because you gotta get that fiber. I've noticed that when I'm on keto, I gotta make sure I get fiber.
0: Like, just crazy. like see? Yeah. <laughs> the one meal a day would that would not. I see. I enjoy eating. That wouldn't be a good time. Yeah.
2: See, but you get to the point with keto, like I don't know if you've ever done it, but like you get to the point where you literally have no appetite. Like yeah. you're just yeah. never hungry. So it gets really easy to forget to eat.
1: Chow is a crutch. Well, it's kind of like like when you eat Chinese is always a good example. Like you can eat Chinese, you eat a fuck ton, and then an hour later you're hungry, hungry
2: again. Always. Because it's
1: like just quick carbs. Like those carbs just burn through you, and they're like yo, we want more. Whereas ketones are like, nah, you good dog.
2: <laughs> we got you. Yeah. You got body fat. We're cool.
1: We're just chin chilling. Let's but it is kind of sad are, though, because yeah. I do like I do like to eat a lot, and it's like I I notice that like I can't eat as much.
2: But it's interesting too to like, especially like on a journey like mine, where you try to start learning like how much am I eating because I'm hungry, and how much am I eating because the clock tells me it's time, because I'm because yeah. I'm bored, because I just enjoy eating, because this yeah. thing tastes really good, so I'm just gonna eat all of it, like. Yeah. And so you have to start retraining a lot of those habits when you aren't blessed with good metabolisms and <laughs> you've, you've really eaten yourself to, to sickness. Yeah. So.
1: Well, and it's like, I mean, with, I mean, a lot of people have their metabolisms too, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. you know, it's obviously with muscle mass, that's going to be a big thing. You know, like if people aren't working out, they're going to just an atrophy and lose muscle mass and so their metabolism slows down. But then a lot of people just aren't doing things on a day to day basis to spike it. Like just like working out is obviously like a great example of Mm -hmm. increasing your metabolism. It's like not, well, I know at least for myself, i like I've definitely increased my metabolism for sure because it was fucking slow. But now it's like, I I can keep the weight off a little bit easier than what it was like seven eight years ago.
2: Well, it gets easier when you're putting on muscle and stuff. Yeah. The way I understand it.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, my muscles are still in progress, but they're
0: coming. They're
2: coming. They're there. We're just
0: going at the ice sculpture right now. Yeah.
1: A little bit at a time.
0: Got to carve it out.
1: So, what's your biggest struggles? I mean, like, I kind of want to learn a little bit about like as far biggest struggles with like keto, YouTube, all those things. Like, what do you struggle with? Because I mean, I could list like, a bunch of things with the podcast that we struggle <laughs> with.
2: Um, YouTube, I think it's just making sure that I have content that people want. Yeah. As opposed to just like. Putting up whatever the heck I feel like, which half the time I do, but yeah, <laughs> cause you like,
0: can. That's what we say sometimes. That's what we do. We're like, our show. We can do what we want.
2: <laughs> I do what I want. No, like, and so, but since I'm like actively like trying to help other people, like I'm like, okay, well, what information do you want from me? Like, what do you want to see from my life? Cause I'm doing weigh-ins and full days of eating and grocery hauls and like yeah. sharing all of it. Um, so that can be kind of hard. Is just making sure that cause I put up videos twice a week. So getting. Things recorded and edited and uploaded, and then being relevant to people. Yeah. Um, And then, as far as keto goes, I think it's just that, like, that consistency we talk about when we're not getting results, just staying committed to the process and knowing that it's eventually going to work. Yeah. Like, you can sit at the same weight for weeks and weeks and hit that plateau, but eventually your body's going to let it go. Like, it can't hold it forever. Mm -hmm. So, just like.
1: Where'd you (laughs) hear about keto?
2: Um, I found it by accident on Pinterest, actually. I was actually looking at paleo
1: okay. because
2: a friend of mine had had lost weight doing paleo, and I was kind of looking for my next thing because I had tried a whole bunch of different things, yeah, and nothing had ever yeah, worked. Yeah, I went down that path a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was looking at paleo, and I ended up stumbling on keto, and I was like, what the heck is this? And yeah. so then I started doing the research on it, and had that like that's there's no way that works. And then I finally after a few months committed to do it. I was like, okay, like I'm gonna try it out. And my first week I dropped nineteen pounds. Wow. Which Holy I shit. mean, we know is primarily w- a lot of water water, yeah. But like nineteen pounds in one week you're like, what just happened to my yeah. life? So yeah. It was Which it was crazy. even if
1: it, even though it's water, it's still visible. Yeah. Like it's still like I mean you could see it. Like, <laughs> like I know like if I'm like low on water weight, I mean that's when I look that's when I have a dry look. And I mean when people go on stage they wanna like Lose that water because they're getting they
2: do, that
3: competition, yeah. Body. They
1: want that dry look, but so with with YouTube, what made you want to do YouTube? You just want to like journal it down, or because I know like not everybody's a YouTube, like they think like not everybody wants to put their stuff out there, you know?
2: Well, putting yourself up on YouTube is kind of scary because yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of there, trolls out we there. We had
1: hesitation, yeah, did you? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, then so, we said screw it and just completely expose ourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there you go, no, like. As far as putting it on YouTube, I feel like I started with Instagram, and I was doing Instagram first primarily for, like, accountability. Like, I was sharing my meals and stuff just to, like, help keep myself on track in the beginning. So that way I felt like people are watching. Like, I better be good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I started trying to find other people that were like me. I wanted to find people that were doing keto. I wanted to find people that had a lot of weight to lose, people that were on long journeys like me that were being consistent and getting results and trying to find. And I couldn't find anybody and so since there was nobody in my boat I decided well that I makes sense it. I mean
1: like like you said like how many people want to put that out there
2: right yeah so I was like there's nobody in my boat so I think I have to be the one to build the freaking boat yeah. so that other people can find me that's cool so that's how the YouTube channel started I'm, I'm coming up on a year in May so, so is most
1: most of your audience then like similar like all keto kind of like
2: I would say primarily they're, they're ketoers or people looking to, like, start keto yeah. that kind of thing. I don't – I think there's a few in there that are just being supportive of my weight loss journey. But primarily they're people that are doing keto. I know I have a lot of people that are losing weight, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, I've been looking for somebody who was already big. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people you find – are either fit people telling you what to do? Yeah. Like, oh, if you want to look like me, here's here's what you gotta do, and you're just kind of <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Like, you know what it's I mean? You, bud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how many times I tell him that during a workout. I'm like, why do you hate me, Patrick?
0: <laughs> no comment.
2: <laughs> but no, we always have good workouts. But it's um, it's just one of those things that's really rough. Like when there's nobody else to find that's yeah. already doing what you want to do. And so I just wanted to like help by being that person for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: it, it, I I think weight aside, it's 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 extremely easy for people to like feel alone in their own problems. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I like I try to remind myself like any time I'm feeling sorry for myself or whatever reason, it's like I'm not the only one person that's ever felt like this. I'm not the only person that's ever experienced this. I'm not the only person that's dealing with these kind of problems. There's other people that's like true. me, and they can and they've gotten through it. But it's awesome that just like you. You're trying to lead the train on that, because I, I, I mean, I've talked to my mom about it too, and she, I mean, she, she's always trying to be healthy and things, but she struggles, and she's like, she'll get on YouTube, and she's like, I don't want to listen to these fit people. It's the same as us. Like, they, it's like, what do they fucking know about my fucking struggles?
2: Well, and a lot of them have never, like, you know, most of them have never been yeah. fat. Most of them yeah. have never even been overweight. Like, they've never struggled with their weight. They've always been athletic. They've always been fit. Mm-hmm. And then they're over here like, well, just work a little harder. Eat a little less. You'll be fine. And I'm like, I swear I will punch you in the throat. Yeah. Like, because you don't know me. Like, you don't know what I'm eating. You don't know what I'm doing. So, like.
0: And the mentality, I, I base everything off of limitations. Because everybody's got different limitations. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we both can't put our push ourselves just out of our limitations in the the same manner. Mm -hmm. That's about what it's like. You just gotta take different angles at it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I think the other thing too, the other people I could find were people that didn't start sharing on YouTube till they finished. Like they waited till they got to the goal before they turned around and were like, okay, here's what I did. Instead of being like, okay, like you can be in this with me and you can watch me get through this. And, like, you can come along and do it with me. Like, yeah. then I'm not, like, preaching at you. It's like, this is my real life. This is what I'm working on.
1: And then it's a support system back and forth. Right,
2: which was kind of the hope, like, to create communities both on Instagram and on YouTube that were really supportive of not just me but, like, each other. And so yeah. it's really nice to see that in the comments, like, people being really supportive of each other. Helping and each his, other out.
1: Yeah. That's so. awesome. I'm going to have to get involved. <laughs> <gonna> get involved. <laughs> They're both going to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like... I think that's one thing we struggle with is like trying to find consistency, like no. how to be involved with the people that listen to us and like, and, we, and we've thought about like kind of like branching out, like trying to like, I mean, we've made a few videos, but nothing like consistent of like making fitness videos, mm-hmm. which, cause that's one thing we both of us were extremely passionate about and we love to do. I mean, we've thought about making all kinds of different videos, but we just haven't done it yet. <laughs> we just haven't done it. Just so. do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: really, uh, inconsistent. Like, I mean, one thing we're consistent about is getting an episode up, you know, we get the material out there, but as far as advertising and marketing, the, the, you know, it's funny because like you could have the best content, but if nobody knows it exists, it doesn't
1: exist. Exactly. If nobody
2: knows it exists, it doesn't
0: exist. Exactly. Um, and obviously some people do, but like it's, and I guess you were talking about this the other day, like having small goals, like looking for X amount of subscribers. And then um, by this time, or whatever the case might be, like setting those like this small goals up for you. Because I think something that's hard is making it tangible when you're trying to promote yourself online. Mm-hmm. To like, well, how am I doing? You know, what am I basing it off of? Am I basing it off of my own success or am I basing it off of somebody else's success? You know? Yeah. There's no fine line and and like you said the consistency because like we'll be good for like a week or two and then something will happen and then all of a sudden nothing's been posted for seven days nobody's been live and you're just like
1: god (laughs) (laughs) watch right and i i have a feeling because i'm getting kind of motivated right now just like going through this podcast i'm like we're probably gonna be good we're probably gonna be shit hot next week about social media but yeah social media is a fucking pain in the ass for me Sorry for cussing a lot. <laughs> 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 Gotta bleep your yeah, This
2: beep is a family beep show. Beep beep no. beep beep. <laughs> They're
1: going to be like, that kid cursed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably like a number one critique is that we cuss a lot. Well, actually, we've we've gotten better. No, we're good. But earlier I counted you said eight words and four
0: of them were the F word. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Watch my video get flagged. Thanks, guys.
0: Uh, we haven't got flagged. Delete your, <laughs> delete your, delete your whole account. Oh. My
2: videos. I actually had a video taken down. I got a strike against my account um, when I was doing the war on sugar. Actually. Really. Yeah, I did 21 days with like no sugar, no sugar subs. All that. But, like, there was a dude in there who was super butthurt that I was eating vegetables. And I'm like, look, bro, vegetables are not the problem. (laughs) Like, I did not get fat eating vegetables. The problem is the sugar and, like, the sugar subs, they're pumping into all of our food. Yeah. And so I was just trying to bring awareness to, like, label reading and, like, look at everything. Like, I can't drink chicken broth because normally I drink bulletproof chicken broth. Can't do that because it all has sugar in it. Like, I had to go hunt out special freaking chicken broth. Like... Or, like, in your supplements, your vitamins, like, sugar. Everything. Everything has sh- – and so, like, it was more about being aware. And he's like, "What you're eating avocados. I'm like
3: – Why did you bring <laughs>
2: that up? Right. Like, he was on me, like, that, like, I was eating vegetables. And I was having – I'm like, really? It's and so different. He, <laughs> it's so different. he, like, reported my video because I wasn't really doing a war on sugar. If I was really doing a war on sugar, I wouldn't eat vegetables. I'm like, That's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. Does he know the diet? He's trying f- to take you out. Does he know that like, <laughs> dietary fibers as a carb doesn't di- digest differently?
2: It's so funny. Like net carbs. I get on so many rants about net yeah. carbs in my Instagram live. Really? Like, people
1: freak out about it?
2: Oh, because I think the issue is people want there to be a lot of wiggle room and they want to have leeway yeah. to kind of keep eating the way they were eating. Like they yeah. don't want to give up they the were, snack like, cakes. Like, and they. So they're like, oh, I can just find these really cool keto snack cakes that are, like, 40 total carbs but only four net carbs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't work
0: that way. Hmm. Like, I try to cut corners and stuff. I could see that, like, people taking it and being like, hmm. You know, I think that's interesting because, like, from the outside looking in, like, I mean, I know I obviously how serious you're taking the whole keto thing. Yeah. But I, I guarantee you there's definitely people that look at it and they're like – hmm, I could do this, but then, like, kind of think about, like, cutting corners. Like, I know right. whenever he's in, like, I've never done a keto diet before, but when anytime he, he's on it, like, I always kind of mess with him, like, to to Patrick it,
2: to do it.
1: Kind of throw nah, stuff. Dude, he, he got, he's gotten me before, though. <laughs> Pop-tarts, man. So
2: but that's, like, but, I mean, even companies have monopolized on the keto diet. They saw it kind of rising and so yeah. like, let's put out some products And Mm -hmm. so then they start going, oh, well, yeah, it has 40 total carbs. But, like, you can subtract out these sugar alcohols. Sugar alcohols. And you can subtract out this fiber that we added. It's not actually the natural fiber in the food.
1: How do you feel about stevia or stevia? Uh,
2: Stevia's all right. Um, I know, like, stevia's all right. I usually use erythritol if I'm going to use something. Yeah. Um, I try to stay away from as many sweeteners as I can. Like mm-hmm. I'm not super great at it. Like when I take BCAAs, I have water flavoring that I add to it cause I get the unflavored yeah. unsweetened ones. Um, but yeah, like, but I try to stay away from as many as I can and mm-hmm. like when I work with clients and stuff I try to encourage them to stay away from sweeteners as much as they can mm-hmm. and to really focus more on like whole foods.
1: So when you're doing, like if someone's starting out like how low carbs do you, you, do you suggest?
2: Um, well, I personally stay under 20 total carbs. Yeah,
1: that's how um, I did the first time.
2: Yeah, which I feel like is just that, like, idiot-proof, like, if you, can't you, fail. If, if you eat under 20 carbs, you're going to be in ketosis, like, yeah. point blank. Now, there's a lot of leeway in that, though. I have a friend that I work with, uh, Jason Whitrock. He has a channel. He's awesome. He does up to 50 total, yeah. and he's able to stay in ketosis. See, that's, like, kind fine. of where
1: I'm, like, roughly. I, I'm, like, right around 30, 40 for me right. to stay in.
2: Yeah, and so like I think really just finding your own carb threshold is something. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it to lose weight, like I would definitely stay stay under the twenty.
1: Yeah, definitely below twenty. When I did below twenty, I was like. Keto breath, like a motherfucker, and I was. Oh, damn,
2: you wake up chewing so your much breath. Right now. You're, yeah. like, you're like, oh, oh, what is happening? I was
1: never. <laughs> hungry. What am I tasting right now? Yeah. Yeah. You wake up, seriously, Piss chewing stint. your own breath. You're yeah. like, whoa. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. you, you, you,
1: you can just start talking it. like this all the time. So
2: If, I
0: ever,
1: if I'm ever around with somebody with bad breath, I can just be like, so you're on a keto diet? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of smell though. It's not like a bad breath smell. It's like a. It's it's
2: like. I don't know. It's it's, it's, they call it acetone, but I don't know what to like compare that to.
1: It kind of tastes like you got ah, it tastes kind of like you got blood in your mouth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, like blood in your mouth, kind of like metallic.
0: I see what you're you're saying.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good taste. It's not. So (laughs) you're in there like brushing your teeth and getting some mints. I think it's too probably because like you're eating a lot of meat. You know, what what do you typically like? What's your go-to like keto meals?
2: Um, Taco salad is probably like my number one like favorite thing. I haven't I done that yet taco salad
1: you know what I did the other day though <laughs> I took pork rinds <laughs> do it and then I crunched them up into like little like oh, well, like what, to a what breading. breading what yeah, are breading what are breading just chicken though chicken chicken and then I like put cheese in it and stuff so right.
2: I do parmesan actually like that powdery parmesan cheese yeah. I coat things in that like I just uh, put seasonings in it and then I egg wash dip it in there and then I cook it
1: that's a good idea maybe I should do like a parmesan pork rind mix do it. <laughs> you just wrapped a bunch
0: of chicken legs up in bacon last week. That was a good time. I yeah, made bacon a
2: bacon-wrapped meatloaf a couple weeks ago. on point. <laughs> like... I fucking love bacon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I
1: do feel a little too greasy, though, when I do, like, because I ate, like, two packs of bacon in, like, four days, and I was, like, I, feel, I was feeling a little greasy. Yeah. Because, like, I got to keep, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I got to keep, like, this, this is the hard yeah. part I find with for me, like, on keto is, like, I have to have a lot of protein, though. Like, okay. I, I, like, I got to have a lot. So, I, like, I try to find that balance where it's because I'm,
2: because you have to offset that with your fats.
1: Yeah, cause, but I work out like a shit ton, so I know I'm turning up on muscles, and that like it's if I don't, I I, I de- I'll start losing muscle mass. So it's like my protein, like if I'm not in keto, I try to keep my protein like like close to 200 grams. Dang. So
2: I can't even imagine. Cause I'm like sitting over here eating like 60 to 75 grams. Yeah. So I still
1: eat a shit ton of protein, and I think it's I'm I, I well I need I would have to get like a keto tester, but I think I'm okay. I mean I'm still losing weight, but. Just since I'm working out like two hours a day every day at high intensity, that that's allowing me to be okay. Because even if it like, because I know like some bodybuilders that I've read like are keto, like they'll take, you know, a shot of carbs, like a spoonful of carbs, whatever. Oh, targeted keto. Yeah, and they'll do it just for their workouts. Yeah, yeah. Because I I do know like a lack like we said earlier outside the podcast was like my explosive power does go down. Right. Which is upsetting because I get pride. Well, yeah, cause, well, I mean, because <laughs> I
2: mean, you do need, I mean, you do need carbs if that's what you want to do. Like, if you're a sprinter, you need something where you need yeah. energy right now. Like, you need the carbs yeah, to, that, like, that quick glycogen. burn, because yeah. fat fat is a slow-burning energy, which is why mm. we're never hungry, because it takes so long for your body to break it down. Yeah,
1: so. And then it's like, I think, well, your brain only needs, like, 20, though. Yeah. Right? That's why it's say Well, actually,
2: there's actually no necessary carbs. You actually mm. don't need any. Right. Fun fact. <laughs> like... There are
1: Is that debated still or is No, like,
2: I mean it's I mean it's like, like you can just look up nutrition. There's essential proteins. Yeah. There's essential fats. There are no essential carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Your body can actually make all of the carbohydrates. Well, I guess
1: make. I guess that makes sense cuz then you can actually turn a protein or a fatty cell into the necessary whatever it is. You start
2: getting for into that gluconeogenesis stuff yeah. and turning protein into I don't carbs. know too much about that stuff. I
1: like <laughs> I like heard a little bit, but I don't I'm not I'm not an expert, that's for sure. (laughs) But
2: yeah, any carbs you actually need, like your body can make on its own. But Hmm. like fats and protein, we actually do need to eat to get all of the stuff we need.
1: Mm. What's your go-to meat?
2: Um, I tend to eat a lot of beef. Um, Chicken usually just has too much protein. If I'm going to go with chicken, I go like chicken thighs and we keep the skin on, obviously. Hell yeah. Um, We seriously (laughs) eat
1: like six pounds of chicken every night. Like three pounds. We just get like a pack. We get the pack and we just split it. <laughs> so we we eat like five or six. I eat like
2: each. one thigh. Like it's bad. Um. So yeah, like chicken thighs, because that's just your highest fat content. I mean, in general though, you gotta kind of stay away from a lot of the pro, like the protein that comes from like chickens and like your whiter meats. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like beef is good. People do salmon pretty easily because you can just add yeah. fats. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I eat a lot of beef. Hmm. A Lot of ground beef, especially.
1: So. YouTube, Keto, social media, all these <laughs> things, fitness. Where am I going with this? Hey, you're, you're I actually – I like just – I like, like – I, no, right, sure. I, I like that like, I just say my thoughts out loud. Expanding.
0: <laughs> so. You're t- you sa- you sound well on the mic just by the way. Yeah, you do. You actually, I'm low? Yeah. 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 You sound good.
2: Oh, I thought you said I sounded low. I was like,
1: oh, I'm Because no, we no, do it no, like no, a lot. Anyway, just,
0: now, you, now you sound low.
1: No, well. Noel, <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, we've had a like a good amount of. Well, I don't, I don't want to drop any names, but like, I would say, like, how old are you?
2: How old am I? Twenty nine. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'd say. Well, I'm twenty five.
2: Oh, I'm like the oldest person in the room, aren't I?
1: Yeah, thirty one. That's a okay. liar.
2: <laughs> You're a liar.
1: Twenty four. But you I would can't say be like
2: friends with you anymore. You're a liar. People, I don't
1: want to be a friend anyways. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it mine? No, Maybe it's mine. Uh, it's it's the AC out there. Oh, it's the AC. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. Um, what was it going with that? Oh yeah, yeah. You do sound well, but it, and it might be because you've been doing YouTube and like social media. But it's like one thing that I really love about this podcast that it's helped me a lot with is being able to talk. Yeah. Because you put a mic and headphones on some people, and it's like whoop, 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 done. It Silence. can be
2: super awkward, and I would bet that it is because I do YouTube. Like I'm yeah. just sitting there with a the camera in my face several days a week. So. Yeah talking to nobody. At least I'm talking to you here. That's what I need really need to work on
1: <laughs> is like putting myself out there with a camera and just talking to myself. Isn't isn't that so that's funny you bring that
0: up. Like cuz I've done that like for like training and stuff like for like sales or whatever the case may be, just hearing yourself talk, role play, dude. But the thing is whenever I do that, like I kind of like tentative about listening to myself again and critiquing yeah. myself. Yeah, I'm hardcore. Fan. Yeah, I'm like I'm like shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, and I think uh, I think a lot of people too because obviously like vlogging right now is fucking at its all time high like people love, like it's it's huge but i think a lot of people like sell themselves short like i know like when i like i'm not an idiot i know that but sometimes when i'm like recording myself i'm like ah, dude you you sound so stupid <laughs> but then it's like we were talking about this the other day it's like sometimes we'll go to the gym and i'll talk to someone about fitness and then they'll be like wow you really know a lot and then in my head i'm like Do I, I don't think i know that much like about What does it they
2: say? Like, if, you, if you've if you read, like, three books, you're an expert? Like,
0: yeah. it's crazy. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing where, like, I thought about getting into training. Well, I've always kind of kept it in the back of my mind, but before I moved out here, my cousin Casey was like, she's like, can you show me how to, you know, use this stuff in the gym before? Because um, I used to just work out by myself all the time back mm-hmm. home. Can you show me the stuff in the gym before uh, Before you leave? And then, like, at that moment, I clicked. It was like, ah, Yo, people don't know how to work out and you do holy shit
2: people don't know how to work out i walk in there i'm like oh. yeah
1: seriously it's, well I, was, I felt bad the other day dude i was watching this like i, I legitimately felt bad for this guy i should have said something but i didn't because i was like i was in, i was in the zone but like i was watching him he like didn't work out he was you could tell he was just so like intimidated by everything and everybody in the gym where he was like he would like play on his phone like wait like watch and like walk to another like a piece of equipment like not really know how to use it and then walk to another piece i'm just like man this is this poor guy. I, I felt real bad. And yeah. that's, that's been eye-opening, like, with training, though, is, like, realizing – because before I started training, I was, like – I thought that everybody, like, kind of just, like, had a good grasp of the gym. Yeah, no, they Dude, don't. I, I 100% thought. But you know
2: what, though? If you saw me walk in the gym, you're like, that girl does not
1: have a grasp of the gym. <laughs> 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 well, it's like, well, we come from the military, and, like, everybody in the military, like, for the most part – well, at least in our unit. So, I mean, like, they worked out. So right. it was pretty common, like, to just work out. Like, everybody just did that. So when I got out, I was like, wait, you guys – you don't know what to do. No, nope. yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Like, and that's
0: one thing that I've been trying to get better at my job is like the people you 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 were just talking about. Like, I wish I just had a big sign on my back that just said "Ask me questions" because people want answers and they want help, but they will not ask me for the help. I have to.
2: It's super connect. intimidating because yeah. it's I, yeah. like admitting you don't know what to do is kind of scary. Like, right. I mean, even if you're mean, they obviously are like, "This chick is not hanging out in the gym all that much." Like, you know what I mean? Like, so. But I still, when there was, like, somebody, because there was only one, there's like, one dip machine, right? Yeah. And I'm, like, I seriously, that's, like, that's all I have left to do. I just need to do my dips so I can go home. Yeah. And I finally just went over and asked a trainer who was just, like, hanging out at the front desk. I'm, like, can you show me something else I can do for this? Because I don't know what to do. And he's, like, yes, I can do that. Yeah. And so, but it's scary because I'm, like, oh, like, you know, I'm not, like, paying him for his help right now. Is he going to help me? Like, mm. or even asking other people in the gym, like, hey, how do you do that? Yeah. Like are they gonna be a dick to me about it? Like, don't talk to me.
0: And I think <laughs> I think that comes back to it's like that's that, that's see that's a, see because like that's one thing that I had to deal with when I first started the job was like I'm supposed to confront people on the floor like you know um, and obviously there's certain people that you wanna you don't want to talk to like when I'm working out like I know how I get like I wouldn't walk up to somebody like myself and interrupt their workout you know um, but you know, more often than not most people will will be more than often. You know, happy to help you, but you could tell there's certain people, especially if you approach the situation the wrong way, that become very, very closed off. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as you go talk, they're like, even though I know you know what you're talking about, I don't want your help.
3: Right? Yeah,
0: it's like yeah, there is. All right. Yeah, I mean it. it's
2: awkward when people just come up and they're like, "You're doing that wrong." I'm like, "Really?" I like yeah. to say,
0: "Can I show you a tip?" <laughs> or can I make, or can I make it harder for you?
2: I, well, like the guy that came up the one day, I think we were doing it was like, what is it? It's like skull smashers or headbangers, headbanger. head headbangers, headbangers. And um, he's like, "You're gonna hurt yourself doing it that way." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay." And he's like, "Do you want me to show you?" I'm, like yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, "Yeah." no, I'm just gonna keep doing it wrong. But thanks for letting me. See, know. but there's people
1: who who do think <laughs> like that though. They think they're like, oh, no, no, it's okay, and they'll just, like, walk away. It's like, I was watching this, uh, like, a K-drama yesterday, and there was a girl on a bus. <laughs> She's a girl on a bus, and there's, like, two guys standing next to her, and this guy's backpack just keeps bumping her into the fa- bumping her in the face. And so she doesn't say anything. She just, like, gets up and goes to another seat. Mm-hmm. But she could have usually just been like, hey, your backpack's bumping into me. And I was, like, I thought about it, and I was like, man, there's so many people out there that, like, don't think they deserve, like, to be comfortable. Like, don't see they deserve that. It. It's like,
2: well, they're afraid of confrontation too. Like, yeah. Don't like,
1: but it's like, I know I've been in positions where something bad will happen, where I'll just deal with it because I don't, like you said, like I don't want to deal with the confrontation of being like, hey, can can you not do that, or hey, can you just get out of the way, or excuse me, or like, like food for example, if like, if I get something fucked up on my meal, I'll just be like, ah, I'll just eat it. <laughs> like it's like, but sometimes I'm I like, maybe to. I should just be like, yo, you messed up my order. You I know? used
2: to, but now that I'm keto, I don't play that game. i like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, no, you messed this up. I'll yeah. fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I know there's,
1: like, a lot of times where i f- I felt like that, where it's like I will just deal with the latter because I just it's don't want to, like, yeah, because I don't want to, de- like, ruin someone else. And it's like I was thinking about It's like you should not to, like, be, like, selfish or a douchebag, like, hey, fucking fix my meal. But it's like I think, like, everybody's entitled or, like, they deserve to, like, you know. <laughs>
3: get what they fickles. want yeah <laughs>
1: say i want extra pickles. Well, give me extra fickles you said you're gonna give it to me right. like holding people accountable but and, that, and that's something i still like, gotta work on too because i know like if you put me in an uncomfortable position usually i'm just like well depends it but depends. i
2: will say like since we're talking about uncomfortable positions like going into the gym as a big person is really freaking yeah. intimidating. especially because like i want to be hanging out in the freeways like when i first went to the gym the first time i was just doing cardio and i was watching everybody in the freeways like i wanted yeah. I hate doing this. I hate this fucking treadmill. Like yeah. I hate it, but like I cannot go over there
3: yeah.
0: because you and know that was mind
1: blowing. Realizing that people so, thought like
0: that. So okay. So with that being said, this is gonna help me. With that being said, so I would imagine you're not the only person up there that thinks that way.
1: Oh, probably not. Definitely not. <laughs> how how the would you? How would you? Fe- how,
0: how would you feel if somebody confronted you while you were on? No, cardio equipment.
2: No, no, because like some people just are on the cardio. Well, no, no, they no, no cardio, I get that. But like,
0: but, but I understand there's, but there's a very large population that do not know how to use anything else mm-hmm. or they're too intimidated to go on the floor and they will walk from the front door to the cardio deck and then they will walk back to the front door and go home.
2: Well, and it's like, you know, I, I was just willing to kind of feel like an ass and I was over there looking at that little sticker on the machines like, okay, how do I do this? And I'm like reading the instructions. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can, okay. And then, like, figuring it out on the machine first so I could get the motion right and then figuring it out in the freeways later. Right. I think that was kind of the easiest way to bridge over there because there's usually people over there that are like huge yeah. and like their muscles have muscles and they look yeah. angry and you're
1: hey, like, Quit talking mm-hmm. about me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so it's just, like, you don't want to go over there because you feel like an imposter. You're like, I do not belong here. Yeah. <laughs> like, this I'm in the
0: wrong neighborhood. See, but I like what, I like what you
1: said right there because, like, what would you say? You said you, you weren't you – were, you were okay with making an ass of yourself. Yeah. But it's, like, you weren't, like – you actually s- showed, like, resilience and, like, and strength because it's, like, yeah, you're just, like, okay, I'll be vulnerable. But it's, like, it's okay. Being we were, vulnerable is
2: scary, especially yeah. because, like, and it sucks too, because-
1: But it's such a strengthening experience.
2: It is, and when you go in, it's like, I, I especially when I first started, like now I'm more comfortable because that's like, my gym, that's where I go. I go to the same one every day at the same time, so I see kind of the same people, and so now I'm really comfortable going in there. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was not comfortable at all, yeah. and so you want to be invisible. Like, please nobody notice me, like, mm-hmm. as I'm over here really struggling. And it was something, like, I ended up sharing, like, on my channel. Like, I was crying because one day one of the workouts I had to do um, – what is it? I can't remember. Is it – the one where you, like, with your legs, like, the adductor, the one where you yeah, squeeze yeah, together? Yeah, I call them dirty girls, bad girls. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the one where you're closing your legs. That's a good girls. And um, so g- – Good girls, bad girls. Good girls, bad girls.
1: So girls, I was doing the good
2: girls. girl workout. <laughs> yeah. And – um but it was, like, really hard. Like, afterwards I left Stop. and I was crying okay. because I still have – like a lot of belly fat and so when I do that it actually pinches my stomach Mm -hmm. and it's super embarrassing and like I had a moment where I was like I just want to run like I want to get up and I want to leave right now like Mm -hmm. this is so embarrassing and I know somebody is probably noticing this is happening Mm -hmm. but like and I wanted to be invisible and then I just had to have that moment where I was like if I get up and leave I will never ever reach my goal yeah. Like, if I quit right now and I get up and I'm going to feel better right now, but I'm still going to have this problem. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, forcing yourself to be uncomfortable is part of the journey, yeah. it I think. sounds like
1: you were just like, fuck it.
2: If, I was having a hard, like, I literally had to hold my stomach up. Like, that's so embarrassing yeah. sitting in the gym holding your stomach up so you can finish your workout. Like... Mm-hmm. But I had to do it. And then I went out and cried and told everybody on Instagram how horrible it was. (laughs) But, like...
1: (laughs) But, I mean, that... But then
2: I had, like, 100 people go, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Like, I had that problem, too. Or, like, good for you for finishing. And, like, people were super supportive. So it's, like, really nice. And
1: it's, like, and how much did, like, if someone did see it, it's, like, how much did it really impact them? Mm -hmm. Like...
2: I think we just get back into that like high school like mentality where you're thinking everybody's gonna like say something nasty to you or be like picking on you or Mm -hmm. talking about you.
1: Well, and it's like me, him, and my dad, we were talking about just stress in general. And it's like, which, you know, worrying, embarrassment is stressful. And it's like one of those things where, you know, what did my dad say? It's like, you have complete control though of what does stress you out and what doesn't. It's like, I can sit here and worry about what people think about me at the gym. But at the end of the day, it's like, does it really fucking matter? Because I've got like what I like to do is like, because I get sometimes I get self conscious doing like weird workouts that I like want to try out, and I'm like, ah, oh, someone's gonna be like, this guy's a fucking idiot.
3: Because
1: <laughs> I, I, it still goes through my head, but then I think like, all right, when I'm working out, and I see other people working out, I usually don't fucking like it doesn't. I don't really pay attention to really anything yeah. besides my workout. Yeah, learn how know? to tune it in. So it's like.
2: I spend the whole time trying to avoid eye contact with everyone, yeah. like including myself in the mirror. I'm like, I don't see get a anybody.
0: <laughs> you gotta get tunnel vision. People probably think I'm like possessed. I just be talking to myself the whole entire time when I work. Yeah, but, but like moving my mouth. Really? Yeah, I do talk. I do talk to whispering
1: you, whispering sweet nothings to myself. <laughs> I do yeah. You got this, baby. I you do this, this a lot because <laughs> with my music, I'll be playing like drums in my head. <laughs> But uh, the point I was trying to make was just like,
2: Just don't be, like, the uncomfortable grunting guy. Like, this oh,
1: guy no, is, no, like, no, you gotta, so you got to be quiet. And we'll I sh- only grunt when I'm, like, I'm really fucking, like... Like, yeah. I got a reason to that. Like, it's okay you
2: can- to admit it's too heavy for you. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> it's okay. Nah, no, that's where my ego comes in. I got to pick it up. <laughs> but um, the point I was trying to make was pretty much just, like... And I've, I've been trying to work on this, too, is that it's, like, the balance of, like, not giving a fuck mm-hmm. and giving a fuck at the same time. Because it's, like... Like, for me, like to take that camera and go to the gym and record myself working out I bet I could put together a video that could help someone out there probably but why don't I do it is because I care about what other people think about me while I'm at the gym people that I don't fucking know that I'll never fucking talk to wow I'm guessing a lot sorry guys <laughs> but, it, but it's stopping me from doing that like if I had a gym in this backyard that only I could use I would have no doubt there'd be videos on YouTube for right. sure but the fact that someone's watching me stops me and it's like why do I care so much. <laughs> you know?
2: Well, and it's interesting, too, because I don't know if he actually talked about it. We did record one of my workouts together that yeah. he had me doing, and it's up on my YouTube. Yeah. Like, people watching me do this. And, like, everybody was super, like, super positive about it. Like, yeah. Like, they, they just loved it. And they loved him, too. Like, my friend won't shut up about him. It's really nice. funny. Good
1: job, bud. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> funny to get word out for us. <laughs> That's
0: Spreading, so Spread the word. Oh, All right. We, and so... But, so yeah, look, me. so, um, all right, we're coming up to the end, but before we can let you get off, we got to let you, uh, spit a little fuego to the world.
1: Yes. Yeah, so this is a hot spot. This
0: is the hot spot. Are you know. ready? No. So, uh, the, the mic sure is, if you want to, uh, what we want you to do is at the end of our episode, we, uh, we have our guests kind of just, you know, it should the spotlight yours and give your message to the world, you know, from all your experiences, you, it's your chance to, to give back. Um,
1: and then where do people find you and things like that it's and like, things of that nature. All right, your last that's, little hurrah. Coming see, around full now circle. Now it's getting
2: nerve wracking because it's like all on me. Over here.
3: Dun,
0: dun 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 dun! Every <laughs> time I do this,
1: one that you know, I always see their eyes, and they're all like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> like, the yeah.
0: They're like, "It hasn't
1: been bad this whole time until right now." Yeah, some
0: forewarning would
1: <laughs> been great. But I like um, it raw though, because it's like that's who you know.
2: No, I I feel like it's always just kind of more of what I've already been saying. Like, if if there's something you want to do, you can go do it. Like, there's never a point where it's too late to fix a problem. Like, yeah. And so finding that you're at almost 500 pounds like go if you don't like it go change it like Mm -hmm. if you don't like your job go change it like be willing to be uncomfortable and kind of flounder a bit and struggle that's that's key like be willing to not have all the answers like it's okay to not have all the answers and to not know what you're doing like Mm -hmm. that's okay and basically like I just want to encourage as many people as possible to just go for it like if mm-hmm. you want to lose, like for me, like I know that most of my audience are people trying to also lose weight, and like my clients are all people trying to lose weight. So it's like, if you want to lose weight, like we can work on that. Like you can, you just have to want it. Yeah. Like, and if you want it, then there's literally nothing that can stop you. Yeah. So it's it's really just more of that. And and then people can find me. I'm on YouTube and Instagram, like I said, I'm crazy keto girl everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I've I've blocked all of those out. That's fine. <laughs> <So, laughs> um,
1: awesome. And um, I'll put that in our description soon. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I'll have you guys on in mind. But yeah, so it's definitely just like find whatever your thing is, whatever you're passionate about, and just go do it. Hell yeah. And like Find other people and help them, like pay it forward. Like, don't bogart your little treasure of information mm-hmm. you have, which is kind of what I feel like I'm trying to do as far as like YouTube and everything going. Like, I have this really cool thing with keto and it works yeah. and it's amazing, and I'm not gonna tell anybody else about it. Like, yeah, you gotta like spread the message and spread the positivity and like support everybody else around you because mm-hmm. that's really when you're gonna like find that community of people and find your little niche and your tribe of of people that are also trying to do the same thing you are.
1: I like that.
0: Nice. But I like yeah. that. So good you did show. good on well, the spot too. That was good. <laughs>
2: just don't be afraid to <laughs> fail. I think that's it. Don't be afraid to fail because that's why people don't yeah. start. It's because they're like, well, I'm probably not going
1: exactly. to yeah. and I and it. I, 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 that's like so important because it goes back to like the whole just do it thing where it's like you're just doing it, but it's like, yeah, know that you're probably going to fail a couple times. Right? It's, it's gonna suck you're gonna have bad days but that's okay because that's just life and join the club
2: progress not perfection yeah there
1: D- you go amen to that alright so what's that is that an hour That's it's more than an hour it's like hour 15 I'm pretty sure no fucking way sorry I talk a lot hour 6 wow holy shit alright well that was episode 43 with Crazy Keto Girl uh, Life As We Know a podcast with your boys Jacob Ham, Petra Solomon and we're fucking cussing like crazy I don't know why, but I'm turning okay. this off now. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for Thank coming over. <laughs> Thanks.